Joe Montfort is beautiful and rich, and soon, like all the other girls in her class, she'll graduate from finishing school and be married off to a wealthy bachelor, which is the last thing she wants. Joe secretly dreams of becoming a writer, a newspaper reporter like the trailblazing Nellie Bly. Wild aspirations aside, Joe's life seems perfect until tragedy strikes. Her father is found dead. Charles Montfort accidentally shot himself while cleaning his revolver. One of New York City's wealthiest men, he owned a newspaper and was a partner in a massive shipping firm. And Joe knows he was far too smart to clean a loaded gun. The more Joe uncovers about her father's death, the more her suspicions grow. There are too many secrets, and they all seem to be buried in plain sight. Then she meets Eddie, a young, brash, infuriatingly handsome reporter at her father's newspaper, and it becomes all too clear how much she stands to lose if she keeps searching for the truth. Only now it might be too late to stop. The past never stays buried forever. Life is dirtier than Joe could ever have imagined, and the truth is the dirtiest part of all. This is Beauty in the Book. everybody and welcome back i'm chelsea i'm kenzie and i'm morgan and this is beauty in the book sorry for our little missed episode last week one of us had some personal matters we needed to attend to but that's all resolved and we are here we are here to record we are here for you we are here we are here we are here we are here well, let's start with from. our... That's horse. Horse. Here's a horse. Horse. Thank you. Yes. Yo. I'm um, like, it's from something. I just couldn't remember what. Let's start with our little weekly check-in. I know. I got, like, fries on me. It's fine. <laughs> just chowing down on some curly fries. It's great. Um, guys, how's your week going? Long. Same. Tedious. Same! We're all in agreement. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been a long week been a very long week my neck hurts honestly i'm working on like this little video montage for me and brandon for our wedding you and d you and d yes super cute but my neck hurts so bad because i'm like working on a computer for seven hours and then i'm working all night on a laptop and i'm like my eyes are dead i feel you it's great Except I don't have any obligations on my lap. Just kidding. I do after work. I have to watch my teacher drone on. If you can't tell, I'm over the semester. You just love it so much. Um, what class is this? Math. But I also am not a big fan of my law professor, so. Oh, my Oh my gosh. All he talks about is movies. <laughs> what movies? anything he was he's like obsessed with what award show just went on not the grand golden globes yes he was like have any of you seen all of these amazing movies i'm like dude i don't watch movies honest okay i was thinking about it because i was like i don't watch that many movies why like i like tv shows i like to binge tv shows really yeah. Oh, it's so funny. See, and I like to binge, like, movies. Because I get in, like, a certain mood where I want to, like, watch a specific genre. But yeah. with TV shows, if I'm just, like, watching something that has, like, 
ten seasons, and, like, halfway through, I get bored, and I'm like, I want to watch something else. Whereas, like, movies, I can, like, binge the specific genre I want, and then if I get bored, I can just, like, move on to something else. I mean, I was watching Ink Master. Literally, I'm right up to the season final. And I decided to start watching Teen Wolf today. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm in a mood for cheesy television right it's now. Like, it's not that I don't like movies. I love movies. I just watch a lot more TV shows than, than movies. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was like, the first day of class, he was like, mm-hmm. what is the most recent movie that you've seen? I'm like, well, for a recent movie, in my head... I was like, I just watched Alice in Wonderland, but that's not what he wanted. He wanted, like, recent release. Oh. Right? I thought he was meaning, like, recent movie that you watched. No! And I had to, like, I had to think so hard. And the answer I gave him, which is the honest truth, the most recent release I had seen up to that point was Knives Out. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. When did you watch that? <laughs> In like mid twenty twenty. Oh and my it came gosh! Out, and it came out in twenty nineteen, but was technically part of the twenty twenty award year. Wow, you are far back. The most recent release I've watched. Are we counting streaming services, or no. just like coming out in movie theaters? We'll count theaters. But since theaters are still closed, streaming like what Disney has been doing. Mm. Like with Soul or Raya and the Last Dragon. I think it oh, was okay. Soul for me. Yours was Soul? Yeah. Um, mine was actually News to the World that oh, has yeah. like Tom Hanks in it. And I actually did go into a movie theater to see that yeah. with yeah. Dave. Because... I'm trying to convince him to see Ryan the Last Dragon with me, though, because I want to see it so bad, and I don't want to pay $30 to watch it on Disney+, and I like going to movie theaters. I mean, we all know I used to go by myself, Yeah. you know, have a good time, which I found out Dave used to go by himself, too, so I'm like, that's made in heaven. Since I've had the time to think about it, I thought that I liked going to movie theaters. I don't. Why? Because people talk during the movie. And we all know how I feel about people. Which is so funny, because when you don't like something, you always talk during the movie. Yeah, because I need everybody to hear my opinion. I don't care what other people have to say. (laughs) It's all about me. Hypocrite. I totally admit, I am a hypocrite sometimes (laughs) at a movie theater. But I do it like whisperingly like i know my volume yeah i mean i remember going and seeing i think it was the hunger games with you and there was like some ladies behind us talking and you were getting so mad especially like when rue died because they were being so loud and you were like shush oh yeah i shush people at the movie theater all the time (laughs) or i will if you're kicking my seat like, usually I try to get, like, that prime spot up in the, like, top right corner. Yes. <laughs> so nobody can touch me. But if I'm, like, elsewhere in the theater and somebody has their feet on my chair, <gasps> watch out, there will be hell to pay. I will say that is, like, the one good thing about COVID. Because, like, you have to all be separate. Like, 
people aren't random people aren't sitting oh by you anymore. Like that pissed me off so much when like the so freaking movie theater barely any people and in they there, sit right and they next would to pick you. The seat right next to mine, yeah. and you know they did it because you're at the megaplex where they assign seats. Yep. Yeah. I totally like, agree. Why? It's like when we went. Why and are you saw sitting right next to me? Power Rangers. Was it Power Rangers? I can't no, remember. No, it was the fifth wave. Yeah, and we're we saw sitting. the early release of it. There weren't that many people. Someone comes and sits right next to us. I'm like, me and her, I was like, there's literally seats all behind us. There are seats in front of us, yet you choose to sit right next to me. I don't know oh. why that's a pet peeve of mine, but it Oh, is. no, I totally get it because it's a pet peeve of mine, too. And we all mind. know that I will voice my opinion at a movie theater. <laughs> Or when there's, like, when you're, when, like, when you go to see, like, Breaking, when we would go see, like, Breaking Dawn or, like, any Twilight movie, and there would just be this group of, like, 12-year-old girls just sitting there going, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the movie, and then as they're, like, throughout the whole movie, they're like, do you think he's gonna die? Do you think, do you think? I mean, but we were that group of 12-year-old girls. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, in any movie, when there's, like, that huge group where people are just laughing the whole entire time, and you're like... It's mainly you it's mainly prevalent when you go to like a movie release. I feel yeah. like yeah. End game. Mm. I remember seeing that with you too, and there was people like just being annoying and like clapping when like the all people the would superheroes come came back. I mean, I clapped. Yeah. I mean, I clapped, but for like a second, I just gasped. And then like, it was like, guys, they can't hear us. I got very upset at people during the screening of Infinity War when they were talking over when Spider-Man turned to dust. Oh my gosh. And I was sitting alone because I I wanted to go so bad and everybody, the whole family was all together and I was down there by myself and I was like, it's fine. No, you were sitting behind us. Oh yeah, I was behind you. I was still alone. It was okay. It was probably for the best. It was okay. (laughs) It was probably for the best, for being honest. And there were these people talking during it. Ooh, I had words and feelings. <laughs> yeah. So weird, though. It was, but yeah. So I've just kind of realized that I'm not the biggest fan of movie theaters. I love. Movies. I love it, but I love movies. I I like movies too. My favorite genre, superheroes, obviously. That's mainly what I watch. I'm re-watching all the Avengers. Have you watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Dude! So oh my gosh! I want to throw him. Right? Right? I'm throw him. I'm, we're not saying who. Yes. Yes, but you We're know. not giving any I know. spoilers. I'm watching it uh-huh. with Dave, and I get so mad uh-huh. all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. why? There's only two episodes out, and I'm like oh, so pissed. I love it, though. So oh, I much. love it. Yeah. But I'm I freaking get so, so pissed. Yeah. I'm like, Dave just like laughs at me, because the whole time I'm like, this is stupid. So stupid. Right? No. Right? No. Uh-huh. I'm not down for this. Yeah. But you know what happened, like, recently- my favorite superhero changed because I watched WandaVision. Is it the Scarlet Witch? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the Scarlet Witch, too, but I mean, my heart will... she's pretty, like, bad, eh? Although, I will say, because of the Scarlet Witch and stuff, mm-hmm. I, like, wanted to go a little bit more into, like, her brother, Quicksilver, because yeah. he's in the X-Men movies. Yeah. So, I finally watched all the X-Men movies. They're not great. There's so many inaccuracies. <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally 
literally watching this for the first time and I'm catching all these little things that I'm like... It's because technically, in the grand scheme of things, why there's so many inaccuracies is because the X-Men aren't part of the Avenger universe. Yes, still. But they technically are. are. so many inaccuracies? Because it wasn't produced by... I don't think it was produced by the Marvel Studios that is today. It just pisses me off. Because I, like, freaking love Hugh Jackman. He is a babe. He is adorable. I still freaking love Wolverine because... Well, it's just like... Yum. But... Well, it's just like, if you watch... I don't remember which X-Men he's in. But Deadpool? Uh, it is. It's X-Men Origins Wolverine. They yeah. have Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. It's not the same. It's not the same... Deadpool. No. no, well, and it's funny, if you watch Deadpool 2, yeah. he, like, actually goes, like, when you know, yeah. he's, he like, going rewinds. back inside, he goes back and, like, and, shoots and kills him, him, and you uh-huh. see Wolverine there, and he's like, he'll, he'll thank me, he'll later. me later. So, yeah. I'm like, at least they, like, cleaned up the storyline yeah. a little bit, being like, no, we're just, like, completely forgetting this and stuff. Kind of like what they did with, like, Halloween, you know? Yeah, they released, but they erased everything from 2 on. It's It just, like, pisses me off because I'm, like, literally, if I'm, like, a person who's just, like, watching this for the first time and I'm able to, like, pick everything out and be, like, this doesn't make any sense. I get it. It's just... I get you. Yeah. I finally watched Captain Marvel, though. What'd you think? It was better than I thought it was gonna be. It was funnier. I just don't like her. Oh, no. She's worried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody does. Okay, I just... I think... She's her, very high and mighty I like her character. I like her character. I, I, like, I just don't like the person that I don't like it. her. Like, have you seen that interview of Brie Larson? Yes. Where she's with, like... I can't remember, but it's... Um, she's with Don, Don Cheadle, Cheadle and, and... Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. And she's like... He's like, oh, we got the next Tom Cruise here. And she's like... I'm not gonna be the next Tom Cruise. I'm gonna be the next Brie Brie Larson. I'm like, Chris Hemsworth looked so uncomfortable right there. He's like, like, he. Well, even Don Cheadle was literally sitting there, just like. It's like great. You want to make it to your own way, but you obviously have to follow in other people's footsteps. Everybody's compared to everyone. Was she pissed off that it was a man she was being compared to? Right. But there aren't a lot of women who do their own stuff. And also, when you're being compared to Tom Cruise. Don't make him. Don't do that. Don't don't disrespect him like that. Don't disrespect. Like I'm sorry. Tom. It's just when you, cause honestly, who you didn't just decide. Hey, I'm gonna be an actor. Like I'm not yeah. gonna study anybody else's you work. I'm gonna like, have to yeah. study like the people before mm-hmm. you to become someone that you become compared to. So you can't just, just say I'm my own person if you literally observed other people to yeah. become yeah, I, yeah she bugs the crap yeah. out of me yeah i do not but i think it's a little disrespectful but anyways there you go nice that was the only one that i've never seen <laughs> i'm trying to think if there's any i haven't seen but no i've seen all of them yeah but anyways, this is a, a book, book podcast. podcast. I it, was feel a like fun li- always, it was a fun like, little tangent. At the yeah. beginning, I feel like we always like get on like a specific tangent of something and just go on it. But hey, I it's, feel fun. Like it's fun. This is what we're here. We're just here to riff off one another, you know? Um, 
Hold, please. I've got to show Chelsea the funniest meme, and then we'll get back on topic. We can't say it because it relates to Falcon and Winter Soldier, but... (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) What are you reading this week, Morgan? I'm still reading, um... The second book, too. The Heart yeah, Forger. I've noticed you haven't made any I progress. Ha- okay. <laughs> I've worked 34 hours this week, and that is the most I've ever worked at Maurice's. And, and then I've literally worked every day. Me and Kinsey, who work 35 hours every day. Well, week okay, run. no, it's I just... I work almost 40. Well, okay, Why? once... Dude, my task list is outrageous. We'll get to it in a recap of my week. <laughs> but I haven't gotten to it because I've only... I just am sleepy. Once I get off of work, I just want to go to bed. But, um... and the, Or I'm hanging out with somebody. And I have no excuse you for it. Cool? Oh. I'm so cool. I don't leave my house. Locked in my room. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) But I have no excuse for why I haven't read it. I just, I've been working and I want to go to sleep. And hey, you know, mm -hmm. I'll get in those moods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Kinsey, what are you reading? I finished After the Fire. It was really good. Very nice. I'll actually get to that review sooner rather than later. Because it was that good? Yeah, and it's, it's... It's something that I'm interested in. I mean, it's cults. Yeah. I mean, come on, I'm interested yeah. in true crime and cults. I feel ya. Um, but now I am kind of reading it, but not really, because I don't want to get too far into it since Blessed Monsters comes out on Monday. Uh, oh! Does it really? No, Tuesday, the 6th. Oh my gosh, I need to finish the book I'm reading so I can... Ooh! Oh, we're gonna have to, like, bump one of our episodes yeah. to just put that in. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I'm so excited. Yeah. Sorry. So, Anyways. I'm not, like, really into it, but no. I started Salvaged by Madeline Rooks, who wrote the Asylum series oh, and the House of Furies. okay. Yeah. It's her, like, sci-fi yeah, novel. Yeah, I was going to say, from the cover. Something that I've really never read, but the reviews, from the reviews, it sounds really interesting. All right. So, I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. But I don't want to get too into it because mm-hmm. I know I'm just going to abandon it for Blessed Monsters. I feel yeah, I feel Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for that book. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that to come out. There's a lot of books coming out around this time. It's because yeah. people had yeah. time to write. It's like, you know how like movies are always like released around like November yeah. and stuff like you've that? You've got like, your summer really releases and your yeah. Christmas, Thanksgiving releases. And then you've releases. got like all the books, like, the good ones come out in, like, spring, April, spring, mm-hmm. March kind of time. Yeah. So, it's good book It's because, I feel like it's because writers and authors know that people want to sit on the beach with a book in their hand. Yes! Okay. okay. That's my favorite thing. I got that. I know, because also Small Flavors is coming out this month as mm-hmm. well, which I'm super excited for. I'm super excited for, for it, too. Yes. What are um, you reading, Chelsea? I'm still on Vow of Thieves. Slowly but surely, I'm making progress. Okay, but honestly, you're farther than I thought you I would know. be. I know. I know. I thought I was going <laughs> to just, like, totally, like, push off reading this yeah. book because I'm like... Because you oh, don't really want to read it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. But it's there's just, just not like, I don't the know. One I mean, want. I'm still sitting here just being like, 
I'm reading it to get through it because I have like so many other You're books kind of just that I suffering read. through it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I would probably be farther in it. It's just like I'm so busy after I get off work that I literally only have like the little twenty minute break I take in the morning I feel to like read for twenty minutes. So I feel you. I'm slowly making progress on it. Get in there. I passed 100 pages. That's why I said I'm I surprised you I passed 150 pages. <laughs> We're why good. why I said I'm shocked In that you're week. as far as you are. Yes. I'm getting because... there. It's not as bad as the first book, though. I mean, I guess I that's mean, something. it's, like, very similar to a lot of fantasy books I've read, though, mm. so maybe that's why I'm bored. Mm. Because it's, like, it's similar to them, but it's not in a way that's, like, drawing That's, like, engaging. Attention. Yeah, being, like... Oh, this is a cool new way of spinning it. I'm yeah. just like, I've read this before. Yeah. You know. I get you. I yeah. mean, reading a lot of fantasy books, you do tend to, like, get into I that, know. like, spiral have, like, where you feel very, like you're like, reading the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have, like, a very diverse thing. So, I don't know. Yeah. I've been, like, reading fantasy a lot lately. Maybe I'm just hungering for a little bit of historical fiction because, like... That's, like, the third on my list of books to read, because I've got Crave that I'm reading next, which is, like, modern day with vampires, so... It's modern day Twilight. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I need a little Twilight in my life, because we all know that was the book that... Jumping out of the 2000s now. But are you going to bump crave down one peg oh, yeah. in order to read. Oh, That's yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Always. If it's, like, a book that I desperately want to read that has just come out, I'll immediately bump it to my, like, top list. But if it's a book that comes out in a series that I'm kind of, like, neutral about, as you can see, I have, like, the third book to... Sweetback Waves, which I oh, love yeah. the first book. I bumped the second book up when I got it. <laughs> The second book killed me. I hated it. So I was like, nope, you're going on the bottom and you'll be read when you're read. Same with Blood and Honey, which is the second book to Serpent I hear that that one is better than Serpent. That's what I've heard. There's a third one coming out. I wasn't super satisfied with it, but it still like had enough of a storyline that intrigued me that I was like, I'm hoping it gets better, yeah. so I'll buy this book yeah. and see how it goes. I do know that there's a third one to that coming out, though. I know there's a third one, too, yeah. so. Well, Speaking we'll of see. sequels, though, have you seen the cover for uh, Kingdom of the Wicked sequel? No. Kingdom of the Cursed or something like that, or Kingdom of the Damned? Oh my gosh, I haven't even read the first book yet. I haven't either! <laughs> I know, I'm like, maybe my way of choosing see, books. It's like very low on my to do, to be read, because it's one of the newer books that I just bought, so we've got like a lot of books between Dude, that, I know, I but... feel you. Let's see, it's do-do-do, Kingdom of the Cursed. Look at how beautiful it is. Ooh! I literally... I feel like I she just buy books covers. some of the times because I like the way yeah. the cover looks. Like, I'm a sucker for a really pretty cover. And if the book sucks, I'll still, like, keep it on my shelf because I like the way it looks. I mean, we all know that with one series mm-hmm. I read, but... I know. I... I know, I bought this one. 
It's like all over book talk and book Instagram. Oh no. From Blood and Ash. <laughs> no, from Blood and Ash. Okay. I hear nothing but good things about it. The cover is really pretty. I'm just worried to read it. I know. It's you I always get worried to pick up a book that is like really big on the internet and then be like the one yeah. percent that's like people that, like, hype sucks. it up way too I mean much. we've seen that with me. Yeah. I'm like in the one percent mm-hmm. literally with this book series. Everybody, everywhere I see it, it's always being talked about. It's on all the book YouTube channels mm-hmm. being like, I love this book and let me tell you why and I sit there and I'm like no. Yeah. I know. No. Same with A Court of Thorns and Roses. I picked that up, too. Oh. I haven't read it yet, but I'm scared, too. You know what? Just just trust your gut. Okay. If you thought the story sounded good. It does. It probably will be good. It does. Anyways, so we are reviewing The Shallow Graves today, and Kinsey is giving us our little book report. So... Yeah. I guess you can just jump into it, girl. And take it away. Take it away. Okay. Take it away, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? Take it away, Penny. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> indoors, indoors, indoors. Take it away, Penny. This is Chip and Penny, and say and hello to you, Snapkin. Oh god! So, all these sponge, sponge bobs. SpongeBob. Anyways, go ahead, Kinsey. Take it away, Penny. Take it away, Penny. So, like Chelsea said, we're gonna do the Shallow Graves. It's been a hot minute since I read this book. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it was a like, struggle. I, think I was like on year two of working at my job when yeah. I read this, so yeah. it's been a moment. So it was kind of a struggle to remember a lot of it, so if I miss anything, girl, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll try and help you, but it's even been even longer yeah. since I've read it than you, so. Yeah. I just have really terrible memory, so. It's all good. That's why I'm taking it. I think you read it during quarantine. No, I read it before quarantine. <sighs> way before quarantine. Well, I should tell you how bad my memory is going, yeah, so. so. Anyways. It's fine. <laughs> Let's do this! So, as always, we'll start with a little bio about the author. She is very accomplished. Like, I didn't realize how accomplished she was. Oh, yeah? And, like, how many books she's actually read. And I was like, oh. It's a lot. I mean, most she of them She has I... some adult fiction, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I buy you two of her new yeah, books. Yeah, you did. Yeah. They're, the little slips are, are in my jar, waiting to be plucked. <laughs> waiting to be plucked. Yes, because I changed my method of picking books. Okay. And I write the papers down, and I put them in a blacked-out mason jar, and I shake it up. And just pick it out. Yeah. Very nice. We're gonna try it. I don't know. It's a fun idea. Switching it up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so she grew up in New York State. Uh and attended the University of Rochester where she majored in English literature and European history. Ooh, that explains why she writes so much historical fiction. Right, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that weird noise was Morgan. Um, uh, her first novel is called The Tea Rose. Oh my gosh. 
I have like such a dilemma with this book. I pick it up all the time. The zeros? When I'm in, yeah, because I love historical fiction. And I pick it up, but I'm like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It was her first one, and it's an epic historical novel set in London and New York in the late 19th century. Mm. And it was called Exquisite by Booklist. And Exquisite! So much- <laughs> <laughs> and so much fun by the Washington Post. Uh, oh. uh, and it was named uh, Top Pick. Uh, by the Romantic Times. Oh, you got me with romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it's a trilogy. Wow. Uh, it's continued with The Winter Rose and The Wild Rose. Oh, see, I'm a sucker for titles, too. I, I know love, you are. I love those names. Is it good? Maybe I should read this. Maybe. <laughs> Tell us how it is. Um. And then, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. My contacts decided to, like, fog up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she wrote her second novel was a Northern Light, uh, set in a, a set in the Adirondacks. I swear I practiced how to say that, <laughs> but my brain and my mush mouth just, just didn't want to do it. Mush mouth, Set in the Adirondacks of 1906 against the backdrop of an infamous murder. I don't know what murder it doesn't say, but... Alright. It was murder. (laughs) It was murder. Um, And then she wrote the book Revolution, which I actually picked up a few months ago during quarantine. Oh, you did? Yeah, I finally found it in stores. Isn't it... Doesn't it take place during the French Revolution? Yes. Ooh. That one's... Revolution. Interesting. Yeah. And then in 2014, she teamed up with Disney to launch the best-selling Waterfire Saga, which I had never heard of. No, I've never heard of that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an epic series about six mermaids on a quest to rid the world of an ancient evil. Oh my god. It's the first book in a series um, with the second Deep Blue... <gasps> oh, yes, yes, yes! I've seen the covers for these, and... I thought about picking them up, but once again, mermaid books are always They're tricky. They're super tricky. But then there's uh, Rogue Wave or Rouge. Probably Rouge, I feel like. Rouge Wave? I feel Rogue. like it's Rogue. Rogue? Is okay, it R-U-G-U? Yeah. I don't know. It's R-U-G-U? It's R-O-G-U-E. Yeah, Rogue. Thank you. And then the third is Dark Tide, and the fourth is Sea Spell. That was released in 2016. Welcome to my Sea Spell. (laughs) And then I didn't know that These Shallow Graves was actually released in 2015. I thought it was released later. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Must have been. Yeah, it's an older book. Yeah. That came out the year I graduated from high school. Okay. Um, Because her most recent one is Fatal Throne. Oh, yeah. yeah. But before Fatal Throne, in 2017, she teamed up with Disney again and published a Beauty and the Beast book based off of the live-action Beauty and the Beast called Lost in a Book. Oh, okay. Yeah. It expands on the classic tale exploring the growing friendship between Belle and the Beast as well as Belle's ordeal within the pages of Nevermore, a magical book from which she narrowly escapes. So it's... It, Almost sounds like Alice in Wonderland, like mm. through the looking glass. Mm, okay. I don't know. Interesting. So, yeah, she's a pretty accomplished writer. She's obviously written quite a few books. Um, it just occurred to me when you said Fatal Throne. 
where I've heard that from. It's actually on my to-do to be read list because if you don't know with about me at all, um, I have a secret obsession with learning almost everything about King Henry VIII because it was super psycho how he had six wives and he just blamed it all on them. And it's very interesting and I also love the musical Six, so as soon as I saw that book, I was like, Mm, I'm going with mm-hmm. that. Oh, is that one? It is. Yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah. Oh, it's written by she, her like, and six other authors. Yes, 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 yes. So, like, each one of the wives oh, is written, written by each other. A different author. That is mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Okay, I will read that. That is cool. I'm so yeah. excited for that book. Yeah. Another one that I just, like, want to reach out and be like. I know. There are those ones on my shelf where I'm like, I just want to read. I just want to read. Well, literally, I'm obsessed with. All of his wives. Like, I love watching TV series about him on Stars. Have you seen any of them? No. Like, um, The Spanish Princess is about Catherine, Catherine of Aragon, Aragon, and it is so good. I need to see season two, because they put season two on there. <laughs> but, like, if you dig through, you'll find, like, all of his wives, like, stories in the Stars app. So, I'm just saying, besides our favorite show, Outlander, those shows are on there, too. Oh, so. thanks, Bar. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm obsessed. I was like, oh, that's no, cool. you're good. So, we'll get into the story then. Oh, finally. <laughs> we oh, made finally. it! Yes, like, what? 32 30 minutes. 30 minutes, minutes in later. Later. Yeah. We're getting to the story. It's great. Um, so... <laughs> Morgan's just rubbing a sweater against her face. It's, <laughs> it's so soft. That's it's my sweater. Really? I just so was a surprise. Not it's so recording soft. in your room or anything. Oh yes, this sweater is soft. <laughs> now Chelsea's rubbing the sweater against her face. Blues. If you need a play by play. Anyways, yes. okay. Sorry. <laughs> so the story revolves around Josephine Montfort. She goes by Joe. Always. And she is one of the city's most eligible heiresses, and as such, she understands the importance of doing what is expected. Oh, and, you know, she? Not really, the farther you get into it. I feel like she started out that way, and then it was like, she's abandon all hope. Headstrong character. Which I feel like a lot of characters that have the name Josephine and go by yeah. Joe. You just automatically know. I was just gonna say, I'm like, little woman. She was a very, like, I'm gonna do this for myself kind of girl. Like, I don't need no man. how this Josephine Mm -hmm. is. That is so cool. Okay. Um, So she knows that she has to marry somebody of equal or greater status as of the times. doesn't matter if you like them or not. You shall I, marry them. You shall marry them. That's my only thing Holy is that, say. like, if you, just depending on how rich you are, if they're, you can't marry somebody that's lower, like, extremely lower than you, or... I mean, you can, it's just frowned upon. Yeah. Like, that, well, that's what and I'm saying. And then you don't get any of your money. Exactly. You don't get no money. Like, that, I love... And then the, you become an old maid. Yes. I love the Regency era, but that's the only thing I had a problem with, is that they're like, oh, well, you may like me, but you don't have a nice dowry, so I'm not gonna marry you. I know, it's so funny. I, like, want to go back to that era so bad. So bad. But I'm like... I know. If I were to, like, time travel, I wouldn't be one of those people that, like, finds love. I'd probably end up, like, 
A spinster? No, I would like die starving on the street. Yeah. Exactly the same way I feel about Outlander. I'm like, my heart just really wants to be found by like a handsome Highlander. But I know if I were to go back in time, I'd just end up on the street dying of the plague. Or I'm going to end up in, what are the houses called? The poor house? I don't like using this word, but we're going to the whore house. Oh! 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 You would end up as a prostitute? Probably. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was in, desperate enough? Like Probably. in Outlander, like the ones in France. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, where they're like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. That's literally what I think about all the time, because I'm like, oh, I meet my love. And then I'm nah, like, man. no, I think that. And then I, I'm like, no, I probably just end up with some nasty old man. Who like, I don't think I'd end up with a nasty old man. Or if I was born in this era, I probably wouldn't be one of the lucky ones that was like in like one Married of the wealthy. For love. Exactly. Just based on your life in the present and how it would be in the past. Yeah, I'd be yeah, poor. We'd be and yeah. starving. Yeah. And then I'd be like sold to the highest. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Indentured servitude. Yes. Yep. Or yeah. they'd be like, we need to get rid of you because we have too many mouths to feed. Exactly. So you are marrying Mr. Johnson across the street. Yep. Who is in his 90s. Yeah. <laughs> in his 90s. Oh my gosh, or like Galus. <laughs> like Galus from Outlander who married like this old. Yeah, I'd marry like a fat old guy. Yep. Be great. Who uses me for my body. So I don't know why I wrote <laughs> I don't know. It's because it uh, happened to her. Be Why can't it happen to <laughs> me? <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> life would be terrible. Anyways, continue. Anyway, so she's... She goes to a finishing school, um, and I had no idea what a finishing school Wait, was. are you serious? Like, I had an idea of what it was, but... <laughs> yeah. It, it just, like, never occurred to me, so if you're stupid like me... <laughs> Um, a finishing school is a school for young people that focuses on teaching social graces and upper class cultural rights as a preparation for entry into society. Or so there you go. Marriage. Yep. Marriage is what brings us together it is today. How to get a husband. Yes. It's how to be perfect so you get yourself a nice husband. Yes. Yep. But Joe struggles with this a lot and she is a writer she does she works on the newspaper at her finishing school but they don't allow her to write the hard-hitting news that she wants <laughs> instead uh, it's so she gets the puff pieces yes it's all the puff pieces because that entire newspaper is puff pieces oh god so um she's at this finishing school when she learns that her father has died violently Ooh. It is. It's very mysterious. He just dead. <laughs> dead. Well, the story is is that. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm choking on my own spit. <laughs> um, that her father has committed suicide because suicide is apparently more preferable than murder. I don't understand how, but okay. <laughs> Cool. Because it's easier. Well, no, if you right. say a person committed suicide, you don't have to do as much searching. Yeah, you don't have to do so much cleanup. Like, I guess. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's ah. weird. So, um, 
<laughs> Guys, I've got the worst mush mouth today. I'm so sorry. I want to introduce the character who she's supposed to marry, Abraham Aldrich, because while he's not like the biggest role, he still plays like plays a little, he's a little, some part. He plays it. some part into like shaping her decisions later. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so her dad dies unexpectedly and violently, so she is summoned oh. home from her finishing school. Miss Sparkwell's School for Young Ladies. Come back, my darling. <laughs> Come home. Um, I'm losing my place, too. I feel so discombobulated. I'm so sorry. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> We're just here. We're just hanging out. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, upon... Oh, sorry. It was not ruled as suicide. I apologize. It was, um, the story given was that her father died while cleaning his gun at home. So a tragic accident. So he was just like, let me just clean my, (laughs) almost like, like, old revolvers and stuff. You had to clean down the barrel of a gun. I mean, you still have to clean down the barrel of your gun with modern guns, but it's a little more Morgan's cracking herself it up. Was, I'm just imagining this guy just like, oh, time to clean my gums. <laughs> and then he's just like, just getting, and then he's just like, Ooh. <laughs> Morgan. Anyway. serious business. Her father has died, you heartless wench. <laughs> this fictional father has died. Yes. It's real for all of us. Sorry. Anyway. She doesn't believe that it was a tragic accident, though. It just doesn't make sense. He was a very skilled sportsman, very skilled with a gun. He would never make such a careless mistake. Such a grave mistake. Um, He pretty much knows everything about gun handling, so he wouldn't be, like, clumsy enough to look down the barrel of a gun while it was loaded. Make sure the chamber is unloaded. Yeah. Everything is good. Yeah, that's sketchy. That's sketchy. Yeah. So, obviously, she has to go into mourning. You know, that whole trope that we covered in House of Salt and Sorrow. Yes. Um, where she can't go to any events or anything. And they must wear black. And they must wear black. But, since... It has, It is her time to like come out, come out basically. Yeah. It's her time um, to shine. They allow her to go to balls and whatnot. Balls. I don't know why I call them balls. It feels proper to me. It is balls. It is okay. a ball. Yeah, right. it's a ball. Okay. I do enjoy a ball. <laughs> I do enjoy a good ball. Oh, <laughs> I wish they still had balls. They. Okay. Really I'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But. yeah, yeah. Um, I just really want a good excuse to wear a fancy dress, you know. <laughs> Anyways. So, <laughs> she goes, she is allowed to go to these balls, but she can't dance or socialize. She has a sin. It's like, then what's the point? Right? <laughs> to show her off, to say, look, she's she's available. She's still here. This girl's yeah. untouchable. She's you can want her from here. far, but exactly. not that she does. Maybe that's why they're doing They're like, men want what they can't have. Probably. The grass is always greener on the other side. Probably. Like, honestly, that'd be so boring, though. Just sit it there would. being like, 
It would. I mean, she still socializes to a point, but she can't, like... Dance. Yeah, she can't dance and can't actively seek anything out. So, um, Abraham is, like, her companion. Her sh- almost like a chaperone, chaperone, but not a chaperone, yeah. because don't you need a chaperone to be with a boy? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Maybe. Yeah. to fact check. She doesn't, though, because... He's like supposedly like they're like her really close, yeah. Right? And their families are yeah. very Usually close. Usually, if they're betrothed, that's kind of like I feel like a gray stage area where the... they're like, you don't really need a chaperone. Okay, okay, so. okay. Well, like he's from been my quite... understanding, I'm not a historian or anything, oh. but from all the shows that I've watched. <laughs> Well, I mean, if he's been courting her for a very long time, and they're but that's like, the thing, he hasn't been courting her. They're, it's just they've just like been like really close friends. That yeah, they're going to like. Is it like Mr. Darcy and that his cousin? How they? He was like, he's not allowed to marry anybody. Oh yeah, kind of, kind of situation like that. But he didn't stick by her side the whole time. Kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. Except Abraham wants to marry Joe. Is the difference? Um, still suspecting, though, that her father's death wasn't an accident, Josephine, I don't know why I keep calling her Josephine, she goes by Joe the entire book. You so, just, maybe you like to say Josephine. I don't know, maybe. Josephine. Josephine. Um, she decides that she's going to become the investigative reporter that she's always wanted to be. Which is going to obviously land her in such well standing in society, like you couldn't even imagine. Yeah, That's Kinsey girls arrive. That's <laughs> well, women could be journalists, but not the type of journalism that Josephine wanted to write about. Right. She wanted to write about murder and things going on in society that important weren't necessarily things. good for women to be yeah. writing about at the time. Yeah, or. Yeah just the upper class didn't read about and so but that's not what she wanted to do but she's going to become basically a crime reporter today's version of a crime reporter yes that's so cool good for her i mean nobody knows about it but josephine because if if her mother knew but i mean that's good for her that she just is doing her thing and she's not letting what anybody else yeah tells her that even though she shouldn't be doing this, she's just doing it for herself kind of situation. Yeah, and... Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, it's so late. (laughs) It's 10.30. Ah! (laughs) It's past my bedtime. Um, (laughs) But, so, in becoming this, like, quote-unquote crime reporter and trying to figure out what really happened to her dad, uh, she visits Arnold Stoatman, um who is uh, Charles Monfort's uh, business partner at uh, at the Standard. There we go. The newspaper that he that they co-own together. Okay. Because Charles Monfort has like dealings in a whole a bunch of different things. things. So yeah. like he owns portions of like a shipping company. Well this... I feel like when you were rich back then you definitely did have your oh, hands yeah. in like several things. Oh yeah. Because if like one thing went down you didn't want like, yeah, you have all something your else money to... to be like invested mm. in that one. Yeah, thing. so they had like a shipping yard or not a shipping yard, they had a shipping company. Yes. Yeah. 
And then they had this, like, newspaper and a couple other things that weren't really mentioned. These are just the two biggest. Um, and so she wanders around the office because she's delivering a bequest to Arnold Stoatman. And while she's waiting around there uh, to see Arnold, no one bothers her because she's a Montfort and she's a woman because, you know, <laughs> sex is pigs. <laughs> um, everybody's just too afraid to speak to her. I mean, I feel like obviously because she is a Montfort and everybody knows what happened. Right. Nobody's going to talk to her because she's supposed to be in mourning. Exactly. They're just staying, keeping their distance. Yeah. Um, but before she sees Arnold, she overhears a conversation between uh, reporters Eddie Gallagher and a co-worker. And they, he claims that Mr. Montfort killed himself. And he says that the family paid the police to have it covered up. Ooh. Josephine hearing this obviously is super pissed because committing suicide is... Like a big no-no. Yeah, it's then. like a big no-no. Yeah. It's committed um, a sin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Josephine thinks on it and she's like, you know what? It's probably more plausible than a tragic accident. Right. And so after she delivers the bequest to Mr. Stiltman, she asks Eddie to take her home, giving her a chance to further him, to question him further. Oh my God. To further him further. Further him further. Are you playing a little sexual innuendo there, Kinsey? No, let's get a little further. Let's get a little further, further. So... Josephine wants to prove that her father killed himself instead of it being a tragic accident, but while doing so, it's going to uncover a lot more family secrets and all the, all the dirt. All the dirt. Listen up, children. Some secrets are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so she wants proof from Eddie, and he explains that, well, he doesn't have, like, actual physical proof... Um, that the bullet wound is consistent with a suicide shot. Mm. And Joe's like, well, how do you know that? Like, <laughs> oh, yes, that's a suicide shot. How the frick do you know what a suicide shot looks like? <laughs> well, I'll tell you how he knows. Tell me. He's got a buddy that works at the morgue. Ooh, connections. <laughs> this bloody got connection. So, uh, Eddie will eventually bring Joe to uh, this morgue, not to see her father, but to like okay. you question. Know, to have a little romp in the sack yeah. at the morgue. No, <laughs> on the uh, table. Just kidding. No, I'm no, just no. kidding. Well, to question the what is he called? Oh, the mortician. Mort. Is it a mortician? No. Morticians work at mortuaries. Oh. Oh, is it, um... Um, Oh, the people that, like, cut people open. Yes. Yeah, what is it? Yes, what is that called? Oh my gosh, I have to look this up. I'm drawing The funny part is, like, I'm going to type in who deals with dead bodies. And Mortician's gonna pop up. (laughs) Mortician probably is gonna pop up. Um, It's like... It's on the tip of my tongue. How do I, I? I watch so many crimes. Corner. Yes. Thank you. I want. I literally was watching Bones the other day, and I apparently I'm not the only stupid person. <laughs> because of the because first thing that pops up. literally, I started typing in who deals at with, and then dead bodies popped up right after. So we're good. <laughs> that was the most looked up. <laughs> yeah. Who deals with, with dead, dead bodies? bodies. 
There you go. I mean, it's a good question. There we go. Glad we have that answered because that was going to drive me nuts. It was sitting <laughs> on the tip sitting of my tongue. And... <laughs> okay, so they have interviews with the coroner trying to figure out exactly what he knows from examining Charles Monfort's body. And he says, I for some reason forgot to write down the mortician, not mortician, the coroner's name. Come sorry. on, we just figured this out. It's because I have the word mortician in my head. I know. I, I'm we, sorry. Because it was the first thing. I mean, they're at the morgue, It so. was the first search result in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he says that the gunshot wound is consistent with a suicide shot, but He's also not 100% sure. Yeah. It's like, you gotta it's, be certain, buddy. He's like, it's still pretty fishy. But, I mean, the Montforts are gonna pay him to have it listed as whatever is best for them. Oh, yeah. So an <laughs> Which accident. Which is gonna be an accident. You're rich. Exactly. You can do whatever you want. You well, they, you they want. Also, to be ruled a suicide is a ruled a suicide. Well, also... Exactly. It, People, they don't want to be stared at like, oh, your well, dad yeah, just committed suicide. Suicide was yeah, a big sin. no, no, yeah. it was considered a sin, so obviously if you have someone who supposedly, I'm saying this with air quotes, committed suicide, you wouldn't want yeah. people to know that, and you mm-hmm. much prefer it to, to be, be listed as covered as up as an mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, he says that it is consistent with a suicide shot, but he has suspicions that Charles Monfort was actually murdered. Ooh. Murdered. <laughs> um, Joe, finding this hard to believe, uh, asks Eddie to bring her home now. And it's just, it's like racking her brain of how, how could somebody have gotten into the house and murdered him? I mean, it's a mansion... It's very, like, hard to figure out how someone would be able to do that. You know. They keep all the doors locked. There's there's a key in a specific spot. Well, and also when they found their... Her father wasn't the door he was in locked. locked. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So the person would literally have had to, like, climbed in through the window to have killed him. And then... On the second story. Exactly. And then had enough time after people heard the gunshot to, like... Escape, Escape. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's exactly her problem. She's like, how would somebody even get in? It's most likely a suicide, but it's really bothering her. So she goes to her father's study, which is where they found him, uh, to start doing her own investigating. And she discovers, um, a shell casing, which is weird because in the original, like, police investigation. There was never a mention of them finding a casing or anything, so she's like, huh. Weird. That's also not a a bullet that came from his um... Rifle? No, his uh... Oh my gosh. Box of shells! There we go. (laughs) It was there and it was eluding me? So it's not consistent with one that he owns. It belongs to a different caliber gun, and it's it's very suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So that's when Joe is like, 
okay, so maybe it is murder. <laughs> There's something going on here. But who? She starts to suspect uh, the the butler at first. It's but always the, the butler. butler. Okay, but he was suspicious. Let's be honest. He yeah, was suspicious. Sure. Point your hand at the lowly servant. I mean, yeah, it's always the people. He was a little system. suspicious, I will admit. He was suspicious. But even then, I will say, when I started reading this book, I had my suspicions about who the murderer was, and I was completely dead on on who it was. I had the sneaking feeling of who it was, but then I was like, no, that just feels obvious. It was. It's like House it of Salt and Sorrows all <laughs> over again. Yeah, but at least with like House and Salt and Sorrows, it took us through several twists and turns to get to, to like, that point. Be like, is it really this person? Is it? Yeah, but the with this one, I was like, they she she did enough that had me like guessing sometimes if I really was right. Yeah. But yeah, I was yeah. right. I'm just gonna let the record show. I was right. <laughs> you were. And you're good at solving murders. <laughs> um, so also, while rummaging through uh, her dad's office, she finds paperwork connecting him to some mysterious people with their own business interests. Ooh. This obviously makes Joe worried that her father got himself into trouble with dangerous people and he didn't have a way out of it, so, like, Almost like mob ties before the mob was like really a thing. Yeah, and that will get you killed. Yeah, <laughs> get you murdered. Well, you you deal with dirty dealings, and that's a good way. Okay, that's a good way you. to get some bad people on your. They're gonna come get you. They're gonna get you. Um, but I mean, he wasn't really dealing with nefarious people. <gasps> um. Don't know how I miss this in my notes of who he was actually dealing with. Your guess is as good as mine, because oh honestly, you were telling this to me is like my all first like time brand new information. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, it was her father. <laughs> how did I forget that? This is like the main plot of the story. Right. I remembered who killed her, killed her, killed him. I just didn't know it was her father that got killed. And I'm like, yeah. I read this a little bit ago, but, you know. So I can't remember who who was in his ledger, but it wasn't He it wasn't, wasn't nefarious. doing dirty deals. Yeah, it wasn't guys. nefarious. Her father had clean hands. Yes. No grubby hands this time. <laughs> I also feel like it's important to um, note that after she finds all this stuff in her dad's study, that's when her and Eddie start working together. <laughs> because they work together the rest of the book. Kind of. Because they're best friends. The yes. Best friends. With benefits. <laughs> little wink wink, a little nudge nudge under the table. Um... Oh, that's my USB. Um, so, like I said, she finds all this paperwork. Uh, her and Eddie start to investigate 
uh, more of like the underbelly of New York. They go to brothels. That's what they're called. A brothel. There we go. Okay. Is it weird? Whenever I hear brothel, I, t- I discussed this with Morgan a little bit I earlier. Think it's soup. Yes. Because you hear broth. Uh-huh. Oh, I did discuss this with you. No, you didn't. That's oh. just my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I literally, first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, they're going to a place that serves soup. Nope. And then I see boobies. And I'm like, nope, never mind. <laughs> oh, Not a nice soup kitchen. Just kidding. Another place that like, says I want to go to a brothel. Oh, never mind. I don't. No, you don't. Yeah, I don't want to go to a brothel. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, um. They go to this brothel because there are people there that Joe thinks could answer her questions because uh, she was also fearful. One of the initials in the book Joe had thought was a mistress of Charles Montfort's. That's one of them. It was not. I can't remember who the F she was, but it was not a mistress. I thought. Can all confirm. All we need to know is that she was not a mistress, and her father was staying true to her mother. Yes. <laughs> so. Okay. Josephine gets in trouble though because naughty. <laughs> because she gets caught at one of these brothels <laughs> by. One of her father's business partners. Not partners. I mean, should she be getting in trouble or him? I know. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing here? What do you think you're doing here as a woman sitting on (laughs) his No, he finds her coming out of the house while he's going in. So technically he hasn't done anything wrong yet. But he's about to. It was his intention. But that's how he's going to spin the story is I was walking in and I noticed Josephine there. Or he's just going to be like, I was walking past the brothel. Yes. You know, just to... Perusing just, the neighborhood. Just taking an evening, evening stroll. Past the well-known past the brothel. brothel. It's fine. I thought they served soup. <laughs> so, once she gets caught, uh, everybody just tells her, you know, just stop digging. There's nothing to dig up. Just leave well enough alone. Go to your dances. Be... Basically, be a good girl. Be a good girl, exactly. Don't be naughty in the brothels. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, But they continue to caution her against investigating the matters along with Abraham's family because they want her to marry Abraham to secure the family's financial future. (laughs) Yeah, that's always how it is. Don't want to end money so we can have more More money. money. So they don't have to dig up their own dang potatoes. A public scandal <gasps> Ooh, a scandal <laughs> would make a marriage between the two impossible. But Josephine being strong-headed uh, cares about her father much more than a courtship with Good girl. Yeah. Which you would think. I mean, yeah. that's her father. Exactly. Yeah. So, with Eddie's help, Josephine discovers that he, in fact, did not kill himself. He had angered someone, just not who you think it, think was. it was. 
And he angered them enough that they killed him. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Angry boy. Um, I don't know why I didn't put it in my notes, but it's very important to note that when Joe decided not to stop investigating, so Josephine, because she doesn't want to stop uh, investigating her father's death, her uncle suggests that, hey, Joe jo needs a break. So they send her to an asylum! I know, right? I mean, back then, you men got had sent to all an the reasons to be like, if he, they just like got bored with their wives. They'd, they'd like, send them to an asylum. Yeah. She's crazy. And they just believe him because they're like, obviously the husband's Or they'll yeah. send the her, his wife to like the country... Like, the country, like, house or something and just keep her there. Yeah. Like, they'd send women to asylums for menstrual cramps, for headaches, for... Depression. Depression. Anxiety. They sent them to asylums for anything. So, he was like, hey, Joe needs a break. You're, you're not doing well. Let's just lock you up in the house. I'm like, how about not? And, like, the sound of it, it sounded so sad. Oh, scary. so scary. Another good reason. If I totally I'd grew totally up, be sent I to have asylum. so many mental issues, they would have been like, yeah, you're, you're going to the They'd asylum, They'd have to lock woman. me up in a straight jacket and keep me you're, in a padded room. You're never getting out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah. why the, do um, I romanticize this so much when I clearly wouldn't have fared well in this era? Oh, I would have died immediately. Like, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, she's like, Uncle, why, why, why are you sending me to an asylum? Like, I'm just- logical question. I'm just investigating. And he's, like, real dodgy about the question. Mm. And she's, like, the whole way there, she just has this, like, uneasy feeling of why she's being sent to the asylum. Well, she gets there, she gets locked up in the loony bin. (laughs) And, like- she she can't get out and she's like I'm not I'm not crazy though <laughs> like right. why am I why here am I here wouldn't this ruin her reputation as well exactly. or is it like but they're saying that she's not at an asylum she is away at a wellness retreat so essentially they're saying her she ex- went to the country she went to the quote country. unquote the nut house well literally everybody knows the country is like. People just believed what they were told. Yeah, people. I mean, if you're people, told, if you are like, rich, people believe whatever you say because you have all the money and the power. It's like that book we read where that girl like lost all her hair, oh, yeah. ran away because she was ugly because she had alopecia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, her uncle is in cahoots with like the warden. Basically, I'm gonna call him the warden because that's what it was. I'll just say that. The warden. Yeah. Um, and so she's really is just like, I mean, I'd be freaking out too. Like, I don't belong I wouldn't even here. let me, them put me in the carriage to take me. I've been like, yeah, I'm peacing out. See y'all later. Right. I would have packed my things and ran off. Right. But I mean, at that point, she didn't have like a sneaking suspicion of anything. Yeah. She was like, oh, uncle's just going to take me and we're going to have like a relaxing time. I have been under yeah, I have been under stress. 
her her mom said everything was fine, and so she's like, yeah, cool. Let's go. Let's go to the asylum. But no, she gets locked up, and while inside, she puts two and two and two and two together, <laughs> and pickers out while she's trying to escape from the asylum. <laughs> might I add? That her uncle is the one that killed her father. Dun-dun-dun! I knew it! <laughs> well, just hearing about him, I'm like, okay. Okay, just right from the very beginning, when, as soon as they introduce them, I'm like, he's weird. He did it. You know, I thought so too, but then he, like, didn't show up really throughout the book, and I was like... Maybe he didn't. question if he didn't. Yeah. It doesn't really make an appearance. No. Maybe that's Ass. why... I know. Nobody thought I, he did. I totally it. think that that's why. Yeah. But just reading it in the moment, I'm like, he did it. He did it. <laughs> but he wasn't even really there. I want yeah. the money. <laughs> but he explains because he's trying to kill Joe. <laughs> um, he explains how he did it. Him and Charles got into a disagreement while they were in the study, and. He ended up shooting Charles. And when the butler, again, whose name escapes me, uh, comes into the study to find Charles because he heard the gunshot, the uncle is, like, still in the room. He hid behind the curtains while the police were called. And then once the police got there and all the people were in there, he just, like melted into the group setting. I was like, I've been here all along. I just got here. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, yeah. Um, uh, Joe knows that she can't avoid the press finding out about this and so her mother is shocked and disappointed but also relieved to know that her husband didn't kill himself and everything is expensive. Exposed, and Josephine's uncle is arrested. Good. And she assumes her engagement is off with Abraham. However, he still wants to marry her if she will have him. Because he loves her. <laughs> True love. But she turns well, him down. Of course. Obviously. I mean, because she had feelings for Eddie. While working with him. While working with they, him. Their love, I love her work and love Their love blossomed. But he is so upset with her. Um, what? Oh my gosh. I did not do a really good job on this. I'm so sorry, guys. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember he got upset with her at he, a social gathering, and so he yes. like walked out. Can I remember the reason to save my life? No. It's, it's like at the front of my brain, because I was like, it's kind of an important part, right? And so I was like, you'll remember it. I'm not remembering it because it's past my bedtime. They, he got upset with her and he stopped investigating with her. Basically, it was her. a little bit like he got upset with her because I don't know what scenario it was, but he thought she was kind of like... Playing him. I think yeah, that he saw her with Abraham. Yes. And he got... Oh, they announced their the, engagement. The engagement, yes. Yes, that's yes, right. yes. Okay. Thank yes. you. So their, her engagement to Abraham is announced and stuff. 
And he was like, I thought you didn't want this. I thought we cared for one another and stuff. And she's like, no, no, no. It's all just, like, an act and stuff. I'm going to, like, push it off. I mean, end it. Once, like, this whole investigation's over, he's like, no, we're done. He's like, whatever. And so yeah. he stops working with her. And he really oh. does just kind of disappear up, up until, like, the, the last couple end. of pages. Yeah. Which was really sad because I love their relationship. I did, too. And how it, like blossom because it really did start like them butting heads mm-hmm. with one another and then they like slowly like became yeah. fond of each other until like they had that like one moment where they're like in an alley yeah because they're like on a little investigation a so they're out. hiding and then they kiss yeah and then I, I did really like the relationship and then when you think at the end when she rejects abraham's proposal Right, you think she's going to get with him. No, she doesn't. She goes to the standard and gets a job as a rookie journalist. And all they say is, hey, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the author kind of set it up for you to believe. That they'd get together eventually. We just never got that confirmation. But I needed the satisfaction. I'm like, we never got the actual, yes, they reconciled and got together. So that point. That part was a little disappointing. I'm like, you built the love and then we don't even get to see the kiss? Nothing! Yeah. So that's literally how the book ends. And I did a really terrible job at this book report, and I'm so sorry. It's all good. It's just been a crazy couple weeks. You know, you did a good job for what you had. I mean, I thought it was good, but I liked it. Yes, it was good. I tried to shorten it because I was like, it doesn't need to be like... Too long. If you got too much into detail, I feel like with crime novels, you can get like very mixed and confused Mm. with like knowing what stuff to add. But I feel like you did a good job. So you You just included the important stuff. Yes. Thank you. Makes sense. Makes me feel better. Um, I think it's time for reviews. Let's start with me. Let's go, Chelsea. (laughs) I love this book. Mm -hmm. I mean, like. The cover is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. The title's absolutely amazing. Summary was absolutely amazing. So we have a mix of all good things of what drew me in. And then it did not disappoint me. I mean, yes, I was able to guess who it was, but it still had enough of a mix where I was sitting here being like, it was is still it really this enough. person? Yeah. Like, she added enough things that kind of, like, led me mm-hmm. off the trail to believe that it was something else. When I actually was right, though. Yeah. But overall, it was a really good book. I loved the buildup of how it started out, like, being, like... Because I was like, yeah, how did, like, her father die? Because clearly, it wasn't suicide. She, -hmm. like, knew her father. She set it up to be like, no, her father wouldn't Mm -hmm. do this and stuff. But then you couldn't believe that he would have just, like, accidentally shot himself. And so, like, the steps they took to, like, go deeper into the investigation and come out where they did Uh was very good. Also, another mind-trippy part where they're just like, you're crazy, we're sending you to the mental hospital. I'm like, no, she's not crazy and stuff. It's like, I love that one. Like, everybody assumes the main character's Mm. crazy and you're just like, no, they're not. Let them out and stuff. And so, it was good. And I also love the romance between... Eddie and Joe. Mm-hmm. I thought it was super cute, very well built up. She made me want the romance, mm-hmm. and I got a good romance. I just wish we would have had that, like, little ending right. part. I mean, 
We just all, that little bit of satisfaction. The way she set it up, I'm guessing they got back together. Yeah. But I wish she could have done a little bit more to give right. me that satisfaction. Yeah. So overall, I'd give this a four-star rating out of five. Um, Martin, what would you rate this book? Uh, a three. A three. a three. And what is your reasoning for that? Um, I thought it was a really good story. I liked, um, the characters. I thought they were all very likable. I really don't think, like, there's really any character that I'm like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. Like, I guess the uncle's just, like, I was just villain. gonna say, I'm like, maybe her uncle. But, like, <laughs> he's the a murderer. little bit of a douchebag. <laughs> but honestly, like, compared to book we just covered last time I really don't I like that there's nobody that I really am like oh my gosh I want you to die <laughs> you know and I thought I like that it's set in a different era I love that I think that's Historical so fun. Historical fiction's great. Oh that's like my second favorite. I love it so much. I think it's so good. Um anything that they add like modern twists to it I think it's so cool and just I love anything that includes that so yeah and I like love. I think it's cute. I think that it's not too much. I think it doesn't detract from the story at all. And I kind of like that it adds something to it. So, After so why for the three star ratings? We've only heard good things. What makes you kind of sit in that middle mm-hmm. of the road? I don't know. I at the same time, I'm kind of just like it reminds me of just like I don't know. It's weird, like. For me, I'd have to read it to really like it, if that makes sense. Like, I thought the book report was really good, but, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like it's... Is it missing something Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I feel like, I just feel like there could have been more, but at this, you know... More how? I don't know. I just, I feel like that there wasn't enough twists. I wish there was a little bit more, or something that led into it. So we didn't go that many deep into the twist. If you do read the book of your yourself, exactly, there is a lot Mm -hmm. of parts where you're like, where I say it made you think and wonder if it really was who I was guessing it was at the beginning. So, well, I just didn't know who even was in the mixture. Of that, you know, I didn't there even know really she had it as an uncle. There really weren't many people yeah, in the mix. Exactly. Because it was initially ruled as an accident. Yeah. And it wasn't until Joe like, started investigating by herself that she started compiling a, a list of her own. Yeah. So there weren't many names given what was in the ledger were like initials yeah and so joe had to try and figure out who these people were and when she did it was just kind of like they couldn't have done it they don't have a reason to so it really was a mystery it it was almost more so set up like a stranger uh did it yeah yeah It was, like, a random person. Yeah. It wasn't... I feel like it wasn't meant to point fingers at somebody he or the family Yeah. Not to have, like, a runaround like we did with House of Saul and Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's more, like, like, set up, like, a game of Clue. It was pretty much, like, who done it? Why did they do it? You know? So, yeah. um, It was just your run-of-the-mill murder mystery. 
Yeah. Just so if you're more... not into murder mysteries, I, I could see you giving it yeah. a lower score just because it's not one of your interests. I love murder mysteries. Those are, like, mm-hmm. so good, especially when it's set in, like, this old time. Exactly, because they don't have the technology that we do today. Yeah. So it takes a lot more investigation. Exactly. But, again, I would have preferred to read it more so yeah. than being given, you know. Do you think he'll read it? That's Yes, I do. Yeah. It's the That's the main reason why I gave it a lower score is because... When it comes to murder mystery stuff, I like to do it myself. I like to read into it more myself. Just to, because, again, this is just, like, a book report about it. Whereas, like, with those kinds of books, I like to read it myself. And, like, to go into it myself. So, I'm sorry. I can't go and give it just big ratings just because, you know. No, you just wanted to know know a little bit more. Well, that's just pretty much it. That's, I liked the idea, I liked the characters, I thought it was a really good storyline. I had no problem with it, I just, I would have preferred, I just need to read it more into it. That's all. Okay. Uh, Kinsey, what is your rating of this book? So, I give this one four stars. It did take me a little bit to read it. I remember that. I think I was just in, like, more of a reading slump than anything. Yeah. Um, cause like I liked the book. It mm-hmm. was just hard to force myself to actually pick up a book and read at that time. <laughs> but, um, no, I love a good murder mystery. So good. Uh, like you said, it was obvious, but wasn't obvious of who did it, which I appreciated because like I said, I felt like it was set up to make you believe that it was a stranger who did it versus somebody that he or the family knew, which I liked because I feel like if you do, when you do read murder mysteries, it's it's always somebody, like, you know right off the bat that it's somebody that they know. <laughs> right. Um, whereas this one, it, it did leave me guessing a little bit. I mean, by the end, I knew it was the uncle. <laughs> It's hard not to, but... I know, well, I mean, he's sending her to a mental hospital. Yeah. It's obviously to cover his tracks exactly. and be like, she's getting too close, we don't want it coming out, yep. that I'm the one that did it, so yep. lucky up in a loony bin. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the romance. I just wish that we would have gotten just just a little bit just more closure. Just a little bit at the end. Just, just yeah. a teeny little snippet, <laughs> but... Other than that, I really enjoyed this book. Like I said, I'm so sorry that I didn't do a great job on this book report. I feel like I missed a lot of things, but I just wanted to focus on, like, the bigger portions. So good. Improve, you know what to do next time we have another murder mystery. Yeah, man. You know? So, yeah. Four stars for me. Well, awesome. So it's my four-star rating, Morgan's three-star rating, and Kinsey's four-star rating. That equals out to a 3.66 overall. So we will be doing a makeup look. Guys, can I just tell you, I am so sorry. <laughs> I have not done the one for the House of Salt and Sorrows or the Thousandth Floor. I've been super busy. I'm literally going to try my hardest to get out the House of Salt and Sorrows and the Thousandth Floor this week. So, um, 
yeah, send good vibes my way <laughs> that I don't get busy because, yeah, those are coming. I promise I haven't forgotten about them. I just have not had any time at all. So be patient with me. Those will be coming. Um, next week, we will be reviewing The Dead House by Don Kerjack. Is that mm-hmm. her last name? Yeah, Kerjack. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I will be reviewing it, so you get to hear from me again. Um, I'm super excited for this one. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm like, this is diving a little bit away from what we've done. We're going into more of the spooky, creepy horror genre, and this author is very familiar with horror. All her books are in that genre, and we love them. She's Mm -hmm. a very good author, so super excited for that. It's another little mind death for you there, so where you're wondering what the heck is going on, but this will be a good one. I'm excited to review it. Um, If you would like to see all our beautiful book cover posts or see the makeup looks that will be coming, you can follow us at on Instagram at beauty underscore and the dot book. Kenzie, if they want to follow you, where can they reach at? Yeah, you can follow me at Kenzie underscore reads underscore on Instagram. Morgan? Um, if you want to follow me on Insta, my name is Boris underscore Watts 15. Um, and then if you want to just see me on TikTok, it's Boris underscore Watts 16. Um, yeah, I make funny bits. So if you want to see anything funny, just go see me on TikTok. Just go follow a board. And Chelsea, if they want to see any of your personal looks or stuff, where can they follow you? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Chels underscore Watts underscore beauty. I do hair, I do makeup, I do it all. Um, future reference, my handle might be changing after I get married. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll keep the wants. Uh, we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, right now I'm at Chels underscore Watts underscore beauty. So check me out. Um, thanks for tuning in with this week, guys. Sorry again for the late episode, but you know, stuff comes up and you just kind of have to roll with the punches. So we're here. We're going to try and get our episodes out every Monday for you. But, yeah. Have a great week, guys. See you all later. Bye. Bye.